0: Paul Campbell, you're an Irish Jesuit working in Washington, D.C. You're associate pastor at the Holy Trinity Church there. Can you tell me, Paul, what it's been like for you and when the COVID-19 crisis hit there?
1: Well, I think it's like, for me, it's like for pretty much everyone, uh, all normal life has come to an end. We had to close the parish about a month ago uh, and the school that's with it the uh, primary school is with it and since then we've been struggling to figure out ways of reaching out to our parishioners so we have an online morning prayer we have online masses on sundays and feast days we're going to do the easter ceremonies the holy week and easter ceremonies Uh, via Zoom, a Zoom meeting with as many parishioners as we can to come. Uh, We have individual things called virtual office hours where people can sign up to call us and and speak with us. And some people have, some people who are feeling very depressed and lonely. But as I think with most people, it's just this very weird sense. And strangest little things. I live on what is normally a very busy street, Just outside Georgetown University, and um, last the other day, I could hear birds singing, (laughs) and it struck me. This, honest to God, I've been here for four years. And this was the first time in four years when I could
0: he- remember hearing birds singing. That's amazing. And people are talking about things like that from around the world where even the air that they breathe is cleaner and that we have seen in Venice. They can actually see fish in the canals now. Um, it's an interesting spinoff from what is a dreadful crisis. I'm also know, Paul, that in your community you have some elderly Jesuits, two who would be very well known to the Irish province with great affection. I'm thinking of Ladis Los Orsi and John O'Malley, uh, who's written all the books on the history of the Jesuits in Vatican II and so on. So tell me about what it's like with the older community.
1: So I live at Holy Trinity Rectory, but I'm a member of the Georgetown University Jesuit community and um, I go there for meals. Les Orsi is 97 years of age. We are very concerned about him and John O'Malley who's 93, but we also have more octogenarians than you can shake a stick at. So we are being trying to be very, very careful. Um, Les has decided to do a 30-day spiritual exercises uh, in his room at the community. John O'Malley is as gregarious as ever. But but we have this strange uh, situation now where we have spread tables out into our rec room as well as the dining room so that people can sit alone and eat if they want. Or we have, And or we have reduced the number of people who sit at the table where previously there would have been six people at the table. There may now be only two or three sitting at the table. So it has
0: um, strangely changed uh, our way of being Uh, Both in the rectory and in the university community, we don't
1: have any staff anymore. So we are doing all the cooking and the cleaning in the community. Uh, So that is a big change. People have really stepped up and volunteered. It's been amazing.
0: You mentioned there that Laszlo, he is actually doing a 30-day retreat in his room. So is he in complete silence?
1: He waves at you as you walk past him. He started off with his annual eight-day retreat and apparently decided to take advantage of this strange situation to turn it into a 30-day retreat.
0: Wow. And the community then, it almost sounds monastic, the way you're all sitting apart and maybe even in silence some of the time. Is that part of the physical distancing or is it just that at this strange time people want to be alone?
1: I think it's the social distancing. I mean, there's a, an awareness that Once the virus enters the house, as it almost inevitably will, it's going to have a profound effect. We're going to have to isolate the victim or victims in their rooms. It's going to be really difficult. We have a Jesuit physician in the community, and he tells us it's not a question of if, it's a question of when someone gets infected in the community.
0: That's going to be very difficult. What is the general situation? The the message we seem to be getting here is that in America, the federal government is not, and Donald Trump, not giving very clear messages and pockets in real distress. New York seems terrible, New Jersey, Chicago, but a bit of confusion. What is this feeling there, Paul? And what's it like for you in Washington?
1: Well, without wanting to get too partisan, it seems clear to most people that the federal government has really badly botched this situation in terms of not having uh, replenished the uh, federal stockpile after the SARS epidemic of a few years ago. In not warning people early enough about the situation. So people cast about trying to figure out who is speaking with authority. And as I think you may know, there is a prominent physician, Dr. Antonio Fauci, who uh, briefs people, and people seem to trust him much more than most other people, but it is true, as I think you said, that New York is a really bad hotspot right now, and Governor Cuomo has been excellent uh, in his daily briefings. I'm afraid the mayor of New York City has gotten much worse reviews for his response to the virus.
0: What is the situation in Washington? I see they do a map of America and it's red and yellow and orange. Where does Washington fit in that? Washington, we
1: were told yesterday, is developing into a hotspot. You may have heard that the Surgeon General of the United States said that this week is going to be our Pearl Harbor moment. We are expecting a horrible week with many, many more cases and many, many more deaths. So it's sobering.
0: It is indeed. And you mentioned there that you're doing a a sort of an office hours online so people can call at particular times. Are they calling to talk to a Jesuit and what kind of things are they asking about? Some people are just
1: saying, I just need to talk to someone. Some people are calling and saying they're very anxious and afraid. Some people are saying that they're finding it difficult to pray in this situation. Um, Others actually find it easier to pray in a sense, but many uh, are saying that they they find it difficult to trust in God, to look to God for help in this situation.
0: What do you say (laughs) to someone like that when they call, Paul?
1: I say to them that over the course of several thousand years, With the israelites and now with us christians god has never failed us before we need to trust in god god is our only hope god has always been our only hope uh the whole point of holy week is that uh, jesus gave his life for us god is our only hope
0: And in the meantime, Paul, you will continue then in your community. You'll have your meeting tonight and I suppose bracing yourselves for what's coming down the tracks. It sounds to me that you're being very realistic, all of the community and the doctor is not pulling his punches.
1: No, I don't think anybody's pulling punches because we all recognise that this is an unprecedented situation that we're living through right now.
0: Well, we wish you all the best in Washington, and we know Dave will be talking to you again before this is all over. Okay, thank you, Pat.